What's going on, everybody? How's it going, guys? <laughs> We're here, ready to go for the, uh, what is it, 22? We yeah. on 22 now? Yeah, 22 Man, it's weeks. it's flying by. Woo. 22 weeks straight. I think this is the most consistent thing we've ever done in our life. Uh, <laughs> about to go to the restroom every day, right? Hey, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey Brandon, I got uh, decorations here for you today on the uh, on the table. What do you I, think of that? I, I don't know how long I could look at that. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, the uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble banquet was this weekend, and uh, old Brandon gets to stare at my number one trophy for the <laughs> for the entire duration of the podcast. Yeah, doesn't that thing look sweet? Look how pretty that number one yeah, is right there. It's probably gonna fall off or something. Ah, we'll have to like on. put an X on that. <laughs> or, see, I think it's tenth. See the wheel, how the wheel is. You know, Aww. one zero. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a good banquet, though. It's nice to see yeah. everybody. Everybody getting ready for the uh, 2021 season. So. Uh, yeah, they always put on a real nice banquet up there. Yeah, it was a good time, uh, especially, you know, with this year. Didn't really know if we were going to get to do a banquet at all or not, but uh, uh, Richie and the boys pulled it off. So that was awesome to have up there this weekend. And, um, yeah, getting ready for the 2021 season. Brandon, we got an awesome episode up this weekend. Oh, yeah, man. This this episode's going to be fire. I can feel it. We got a pretty awesome special guest coming up. One, the only, Hunter Hart. Yeah, number seven. Yep, he's going to be on our podcast today. And uh, just uh, give us a rundown on what he's doing for the 2021 season and uh, how his 2020 season went. And uh, just talk to us a little bit about racing. You know, I'm sure he's got a take on this past uh, um, Supercross race, so... We'll see what he's got going on, and uh, we'll get him on the line here soon. But, Brandon, first of all, do we have anything going on uh, in the fantasy world, any oh, movement? Man, we got some movement going on. Um, once again, uh, I'm at the bottom of the chart. But as, as, as I was telling you earlier, I'm just firing, trying to win some prizes, like something getting off the wall stuff right now, you know. Brandon's way down there. I list. am. Like, listen, <laughs> all right. I, it's a good thing we don't, like, I have people paying us for expert picks. Wait, I mean, I can give you some extra. Like, honestly, like what I'd say on here, I don't pick on my, you know, like. Isn't I don't, it funny? Because I never pick the same thing that I say either on the podcast. Yeah. I always pick something different. Well, but, I mean, you watch, you watch qualifying, watch a little practice. You I think there's here. a new points leader, though, in the uh, uh, the uh, Pulp Fantasy. Is there? I mean, yeah. I, I, I know there's a new points leader in the Rocky Mountain. Who's so. that? Let's um, go with that So first. we got Whippet46, which, uh, which I'm pretty sure that's my nephew, Jonathan. So he's in the lead, and then okay. uh, then MX Mom seven forty six. She's hanging in there, uh, in second. Um, Dusty W must have had a bad week. He fell off. He's back to third. He wasn't first. And then uh, this RK Cooper thirty one. He's falling off fourth, the falling down. Dang it! And um, <laughs> we've had some big, you know, big people. A lot of people made some big strides this last week. So uh, you know, seven white hair seven forty six. Uh, he's down in like uh, way down there nineteen or something. <laughs> I mean, listen, guys, I am just. I'll, I'll start picking serious, and I'll, I'll make a comeback. I got to make it interesting for you Dude, guys. Dude, if you make a comeback from there... You guys will be mad. I mean, the season is still young, so... You guys will quit. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the uh, uh, for the Pulpamex, though, I'm sitting there in first, just, you know, racking off the wins, but Jeff Miller... Yeah. Uh, Jay Miller, MX144, is sitting one point behind me. Kyler Murray is sitting in third. RJ255 is in fourth and Brandon you're fifth yes I I had a solid week go. finally in pulp oh my goodness I finally had a good week I didn't go too crazy but um I'm gonna, I'm gonna start coming back for you guys I'm starting to, I'm starting to get in the flow down a little bit Kyle Murray actually uh, took the win last week this past week with, yeah. a, two, with a 250 score it's a solid ride right there yeah it's very good <laughs> I was in the 200s just low 
man, it's just tough this year. Yeah, it's so unpredictable. It is. So much fun to watch, though. 250 guys. They're make or break you. Yeah. Four rounds. Four rounds in the 450s and four different winners so far. Yeah, Will we repeat crazy. that this weekend? We'll talk about that later. Maybe, yeah. You know. <laughs> so what's uh, what's been going on new with you, actually? What have you been getting into? You get that you get that rod ready or what? <sighs> the rod's pretty much ready, but I didn't really have to do much to it this year. You get um, the graphics yet? No, no. I'm not going to get those for a little bit. Um, we got puppy stuff going on. We got puppy a new stuff. puppy running around <laughs> the house, a little drummer short-haired pointer. She's uh She's a handful, so. <laughs> but you you've been doing a lot of work on uh, on yeah, Colton's bike, yeah, correct? Just rebuilding working. it. Been Re- getting some pictures of <laughs> motors getting freshened up. Yeah, redoing the motor on the P Dub and uh, just getting him ready, getting him all set. I haven't even looked at my bike yet, so uh, trying to get the kid ready. It's most important. He has a career. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go. Uh, you're gonna go for it this year with him, right? Uh, that's the plan. We'll see. We'll see how he does and, and see how we stack up. And uh, our plan is to try to let him go do a little qualifier for the Reds or something and see, how, we see how we do. See how he and, does. Uh, and he he, he <laughs> keeps telling me he wants to uh, try a couple woods races. So um, hey hey yeah let's yeah. do it. <laughs> uh, a little nervous on that side because I've never been for a micro race. I don't. A lot of people tell me they have a lot of people in the woods and and just, they do and stuff like that is just one of those parent things like to let your kid go out in and the then woods not be able to see him for a minute. See him. Yeah. At least the motocross track, I can like. Oh, he's down. I can take off sprinting. Oh, Brandon, get those uh, running shoes on. Start. We'll go jogging, and you know you can just run with him. I'm more. I'll just get an e-bike. <laughs> e-bike. I I would say a lot of parents do that for Something, sure, man. So I, I, it's just it's nerve wracking. I know but, if you're uh, gonna go micro racing, you better get your coffee ready because those are early oh, mornings. Oh man, and be drinking bangs and seven o'clock in the morning. I can't be doing that. But uh, speaking of woods <laughs> racing, um, around here, New East Coast, this weekend at CJ Raceway, they're having their first race. Yeah. First race of the season for uh, New East Coast Race. If you guys run that for listening, um, good luck to you guys. Boy, I bet you it's going to be really dry and Man. dusty out there. Dry and dusty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you better have some studs on those tires or something. I don't know if that's legal or illegal. I don't know. No, I don't think you can do that. You can't run studs? I don't think so. I don't know. I know rules is what I say. <laughs> it's that oh, I, I wouldn't I'll tell you what weekend. man Monday did you see the temperatures for Monday around here what it's supposed to be yeah like no. 10, like 12 degrees nice that's cold that's cold <laughs> <laughs> it, but honestly I think at this point with the way the weather's been you kind of would want I would want it to be cold and the ground to be frozen because yeah. I don't that I mean right now it, it would be a yeah. awful mud fest where it'd be hard to get oh, on the for track sure, man. So. You'd, you'd want that ground to be froze up a little bit yeah for sure <laughs> that's crazy you want to get hunter on yeah let's get hunter on i'm uh, sure the fans they don't they're tired of talking listening to us yeah we've been going for for eight minutes now already eight minutes eight minutes oh already gosh, yeah full of it so all right well guys we're gonna go ahead and get hunter on the line and just stay tuned all right guys we're back and as promised uh we have hunter hard on the line uh pro gncc atv racer hunter how's it going buddy it's going well it's going well just down here uh down here in the sunshine state uh just basically getting getting everything together, getting ready for the for the opening round, which is in heck less than nineteen days now. So we're we're close. We're in the final stretch. Yeah, man. Uh, how's the training going? Is it going pretty good? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everything's been going pretty well. I uh, actually just finished riding my race bike today. Uh, ended up turning a couple clickers on that. Was fortunate enough to have uh, Mark Notman build me my twenty twenty one race bike. So that's that's a huge huge help there. Um, had him had to give him a couple calls, get him dialed in, and. And we're ready. You know, we just uh, ended up leaving Kroom about an hour ago. 
just got home and yeah, we're just getting everything, getting everything together for the 2021 season. Uh, it's been going well though. I've been down here pretty much nonstop since uh, early December. I've been been down here in Florida and uh, yeah, making making good headway. I'd like to think we've had a one of the two FTRs that we've gone to this year, so that that was definitely a huge huge confidence boost there as well. And uh, yeah, we're just looking looking basically keep the keep the momentum rolling for the next uh, next couple of days. You know, probably not not change anything really within the next next three weeks. Just basically carry carry the the momentum into round one, you know, you're not, you're not going to gain much in the next, next two, two weeks or so, you know, and just kind of get ready, get everything together, make sure that we're good, make sure the bike's good, make sure the mental state's good. And then yeah, we'll, we'll be in big buck. Right. Okay. You've been, uh, <clears throat> I've been watching on Instagram and it seems like you've been riding with a lot of other guys, uh, a lot of like, look like McGill and a few other guys down there. Uh, that's gotta be awesome being able to train with those guys and getting that, you know, seeing that speed all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely uh, very fortunate to have, have McGill. McGill and I will basically go to Kroom, Kroom same time every day. Him and I have about a 20-minute loop that uh, I ended up building early December that we've just been basically riding that since uh, since day one. And, uh, yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's nice having Adam out there because it's, kind of, it's, it's somebody else that's, that's right there with the same pace you're at and uh, allows you to basically play off their speed. They play off of yours. And uh, when it's when it's wet out like today, we're able to – able to get together, go out there, ride together, and uh, just, just have somebody else out there with you is, uh, is nice that you're not out there doing, doing laps by yourself. Yeah, that, that, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, some videos on Instagram there of you keep hitting the same line around this tree that real slow-mo shot. is those rust gnarly. are pretty deep. Yeah, it looks pretty yeah, gnarly. Yeah, that crew looks gnarly for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, uh, that track's pretty, pretty deep. We ended up flipping it around uh, couple weeks ago just because because it gets so deep we'll end up flipping it about about a month or about three weeks we can get about on a lap before it's just uh just deep and, and monotonous at that point so we'll end up flipping it usually every every about three weeks we'll flip it and uh usually we end up building building about a lap or a, a loop to two loops every, every year down here just because because it gets so deep you know we're doing four three three to five laps every day you know monday through friday and uh stuff just gets uh gets worn out gets worn out real quick and uh just got to keep it fun. Yeah. Um, it looks like you're keeping it fun. Yeah, speaking of fun. <laughs> <laughs> when you dropped it in that golly and shot up out of there, like, uh, man, that was, that was pretty, uh, pretty sketchy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish, uh, I wish that we had a video from, uh, the other side of it where it's where the wall, cause that's about a 12, 12 foot wall that we're hitting. And, um, we actually ended up shaping it. You know, that the funny thing is that video was actually, um, not from when it was the brand new one. So we ended up, we built that probably two weeks ago. I was the only one that would hit it then. And then uh, we ended up having Ken Hill came out, he had his camera, you know, and at that point they were like, well, I guess, I guess we can try to hit it. And I was like, oh, now the camera's here. You guys want to do it. And uh, we ended up building it in. So it was basically, so what it was, was it was an old washout and uh, you jump down into the washout. And then there was like basically a vertical wall that uh, you drop in, have to carry like no momentum off the drop off, hit it and be in second gear at the bottom, basically second gear, uh, three quarters throttle, the wide open. And you just basically sail out of it. And uh, it was, it was definitely gnarly for sure. Yeah. I was watching it. I was like, Oh, where'd he go? Then I was like, Oh, there he is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thing thing was pretty sweet. I wish that we could take you guys along on a live feed. Uh, one day out at Kroom because I mean, there's, there's just so much stuff like that, that Adam, Adam and I have hit over the years, you know? And, uh, that's, that's the nice thing is like, if I'll do something now, I'll be like, well, I guess I got to do it now. And then, uh, <laughs> vice versa as well. 
and uh, it just works well, you know, having having somebody else out there where, you know, him and I will look at something for five, six minutes, be like, I think we got it, and then we'll be like, eh, you go stand at the top in case it goes bad and, and catch my bike, <laughs> and uh, we've we've been able to do that for the last couple of years now, and uh, we've got some good stuff out there that we've we've been able to find over the years, and, and just, you know, I mean, you can't beat the value, you know, 40 bucks, and you get to ride for six months, and it's, I mean, Kroom's, Kroom's phenomenal. So, my question is: Is uh, when's the uh, first time that you are got, that you guys are going to enter in a three wheeler race together? <laughs> never, never. <laughs> that, that was the scariest thing I've ever ridden. I mean, I rode that thing, and I was like, "This, no wonder these things are outlawed." I mean, the thing was just squirrely. You know, like you'd go into a corner, and the thing wanted to flip over. You'd, you'd hit anything at speed. Thing wanted to flip over. I mean, going in a straight line, the thing wanted to just flip over on you. I was like, this thing is this is gnarly. Dude, they used to race the black water with those things. How crazy is that? <laughs> I don't I don't understand how. I mean, I don't I don't know how that even is possible. They look like a death trap. What, what always cracks oh. me up is you get a guy that comes out in some cut off blue jean shorts and a tank top <laughs> and has a beer in his hand. He's like, Watch me do this with my three wheeler and you're like, What? And then Dudes out there like hauling balls through the woods on a three wheeler. Like, how's that even? How about that video of that guy hitting that uh, hitting the sky shot Unadilla with the three wheeler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff <laughs> like that. Man. That's, That's pretty sketchy. Yeah. I know you. I know you guys. I think it's sketchy enough that you guys hit it with uh, with uh, XC quads. Um, I mean, yeah. that's a heck I'll, of a I'm leap. Lucky. I'm I'm happy that I've never had to hit sky shot. You know, I'm happy that <laughs> I was I was still like in the amateur amateur class when we were hitting sky shot and luckily we've we've since moved on from there you know because i was like and i'm i'm good i don't i don't care for that you know i'll hit anything fourth fifth year wide open but i don't i don't care for the height on it you know i'd much rather jump 120 feet out than 30 feet up yeah yeah, yeah that thing's it's up there yeah for sure and then for somebody to hit on the three-wheeler like yeah that guy's carrying a big bag around his balls <laughs> Yeah, they're on yeah those guys are those guys are nuts. <laughs> hey, so Hunter, how did you get started in racing? Like, what led you to uh, the pro career that you are on now? Like the um, ascending track that you are to being a, a top rider. Musical chairs, the oh. game musical chairs <laughs> led led me to this point. That's so. Awesome. <laughs> so it starts out basically. Uh, my dad, my dad always rode motorcycles and stuff like that, and he owns a motorcycle dealership, uh, Ithaca Recreation Sports, and um, he raced our local series, Winoa, for a couple years, and and I was always in the school sports at that time. Like I, I played everything, you know. I, I was on the swim team, the soccer team, football, basketball, baseball. You know, we we played it all, and um, ended up going to the local banquet one year. And uh, they used to raffle, or not really raffle off. They used to have giveaways with all the uh, the trophies that uh, they'd have left over from the year before. So it was I would have gone to the banquet of 07. I went to the banquet and uh, I won I won one in the musical chairs. And uh, I go to my mom. I go, Mom, I want to win my own trophy next year. And I'm I'm seven at the time. She goes, All right, hunt. Let's yeah, we can do that. We'll go try racing. So I uh, we started out and. Uh, I was a little, I was a little hefty, you know, like we used to, we used to pound, pound through some brownies and ice cream from the local dandy, dandy gas station. And, uh, it's, it's probably mid, mid April up in, up in New York, snow just melted. And, uh, my mom goes to me cause our local series doesn't start till, uh, March, about May, about mid to late May, okay. early June. And, uh, my mom goes to me, she goes, so Hunt, were you serious? You want to race? I was like, yeah, I want to race mom. She was like, all right, well uh you're gonna have to lose some weight then buddy she was like or she goes we can do this one of two ways she goes we can go to be competitive or we can go for fun what what do you want to do 
I was like, well, I want to win. She goes, all right, well, you're going to have to lose a couple pounds then to be competitive, bud. I go, oh, oh okay. So we have about a half a mile driveway uh, back to my house. She, uh, we'd get home from the dealership about seven o'clock at night. She'd, uh, she'd let me out and um, I had to run down the driveway. Just have to run down the driveway We're at whenever we'd get home. And in the morning, I'd have to run down the driveway before I'd go to school or if we like if we'd get home and we we're going to dinner she'd make me run down the driveway and back and then uh, I did that I did that up until I was like 11 or 12 and then uh, at that point I started to like get invited to go ride some places my mom was like all right hunt we're gonna spice it up a little bit today I go what do you mean she goes you're gonna push your ATV down the driveway now I go what <laughs> she goes yeah you're gonna push you're gonna push your ATV down the driveway if you want to go ride somewhere I was like well all right. So, so we started out that started pushing the ATV down the driveway. And then, uh, by that point I was lucky enough to outgrow having to push the ATV. Cause by that point we were, we were winning, you winning youth races left and right. And, uh, yeah, basically <laughs> we ended up going, going from playing musical chairs to running down our driveway. And then, um, so back to, back to my first, first race ever, we're, uh, up at a local track. Um, I ended up going out, my mom, I just, act, oh, so back it up a little bit. We're uh, the Wednesday before the race. I'm riding, down, I'm riding around my uh, driveway. My grandparents are there. And I think I'm the coolest kid ever doing some fishtails. I end up catching a <laughs> pothole on our driveway. Whack! Right down to the ground. Puts me down real quick. Reminds me that I am not as cool as I think I am. <laughs> and as I'm laying on the ground, got rocks in my arm and stuff like that. My mom goes, what'd you learn, hunt? I go, well, I shouldn't have been play riding. Shouldn't have been showing off. She goes, nope. She goes, you still want to race this weekend? I go, well, yeah. Why wouldn't I want to race? So we end up going to the local. No idea how any of it works. You know, we've never been to one, never been to a youth race. I had no idea how it worked. I go out there. I ride around. I end up actually winning the thing. And uh, we ended up winning our uh, local class that year. I think I was in like a 90, 90 stock or 90 limited that year. We ended up winning that. And then the next year we went to the GNCCs. And uh, got got our teeth kicked in for uh, twelve of the thirteen rounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, after after getting our teeth kicked in all the way up until Ironman two thousand and nine, I ended up uh, ended up uh, second overall in Ironman in the mud. Like I'm talking, just complete mudder, like it was uh, last sound, year. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the funny part. And uh, so we ended up going through there, and uh, didn't even know that there was such a thing. I just. I was like, I just kept telling my parents, I was like, I just want to be on the podium just once. I just, I just want a gold cup. That's all I want, you know, for, for 12 rounds in a row. And uh, we just kept showing up, showing up, showing up. And then finally we ended up uh, getting one at Ironman. Next year we come out, we won, won the youth overall championship in uh, 2010, 2011. And then uh, I missed, I missed uh, three or four GNCCs in 2012. I ended up crashing a motorcycle. Had to had to miss a couple of them, and then uh, we ended up winning it in 2013 as well. And then uh, 2014, we went to the schoolboy class. Hybrids were not our things. A uh, little little too rough on them for them to finish. And then uh, after we we struggled through two years of hybrids, we ended up going to the school or uh, going to the college A class. Uh, ended up winning the college A class, and I also won the four stroke Sea Lights Motorcycle Championship that year as well in 2016. Wow. Uh, 2017, we went to the XC2 class ended up finishing just a few points shy of that championship. 2018, we ended up winning the XC2 class. And then 2019, we uh, just to, once again, we just wanted to be on the podium. And uh, <laughs> it all finally came together in uh, Ironman. And uh, on the last lap, I was like, damn, this is pretty cool, you know. 
we uh, ended up we ended up second here 10 years ago. Looks like we're going to do it again. And uh, I didn't know why everybody on Pro Road was so amped up. You know, like we went, Jared and I went through there and I was like, we're in like second and third. Like, calm down, guys. Like, come on. You know, it's like Jared, Jared and I didn't know uh, that Walker had broke that day. So we're like, all right, yeah, we're second and third, sick, you know, and uh, ended up coming through. And I think it was uh, Santo Derisi was standing there and I like held up the number two and Santo was like, no, you won, dude. I'm like, no, I, I didn't win. He's like, no, you won, dude. I'm like, no, I didn't win. It's like, no, you won. I'm like, oh, sick. (laughs) uh, Yeah. And then basically we ended up just going from there. Ended up uh, having a lot more top fives last year. Ended up getting a third, third in Georgia. And then we should have, we put on a couple good charges. Kind of screwed ourselves at Ironman uh, right before the hill. Caught a a rock in the ravine, kind of spun her sideways. But uh, no, we we had a couple, couple really good comeback come from behind races last year. And then, uh, yeah, we're we're here now. That uh, that video of you after Ironman of 2019 that was one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. Uh, I remember watching that race live on the uh, Racer TV broadcast, and uh, I was just like, man, that is so. It was so awesome, just a raw emotion and everything. And then and then, not to mention that that track had to have been absolutely just gnarly and just just tr- a, a race of survival. Uh, it yeah. looked like it was deep out there. The water that is, <laughs> Oh, it, it was, it was gnarly. You know, like I've always, I've always excelled in like, uh, conditions like that. You know, like I ended up, uh, one year when I was racing the motorcycles in 2016, we we're at limestone and, uh, it was, it was a mutter and we started the last row on the four stroke sea lights class. I ended up, uh, I think fourth, fourth or fifth overall that day from the last row in the morning class. And, um, it was just, I've just always, always done well in like that super techie stuff where it's, where it's a lot more skill and, and clutch manipulation and stuff like that. You know, right. that's, that's, that's my cup of tea and stuff like that. Just because I've always, I've always taken a liking to that, you know, I've rode, I've rode trials bikes forever and just, uh, just stuff like that. I also learned that I am not meant to race or I should say compete in trials. I did, uh, <laughs> did one of those was not, was not my cup of tea. You know, I showed up there, I uh, got disqualified for for um vulgar language at the one station um <laughs> i uh i got i got disqualified from another section for accidentally whiskey throttling throttling my bike off the hill into the next section and ended up actually hitting a guy that was midway through his section so yeah it was it, it was it was a disaster you know they uh and and somehow i ended up like third in my class i was like how did i end up third with I got all those disqualifications <laughs> Yeah, like literally, they they gave me like the max points they could because there they go off of like the it's like golf, the least points wins. Okay, and I was like, I, I'm amazed that like these people that I ended up beating should not do this. Like they should just go home. <laughs> like, oh, like I, yeah, but yeah, I, I've done a lot of that. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. I actually I'm on par this year to race, do a couple jet ski races, like stand up jet ski races. I saw and, that uh, thing. Yeah. That thing looks pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a blast. You know, I mean, it's, it's super cool to be able to just kind of, kind of get away from the ATV and uh, all things moto and dirt and just go out on the river, you know, and just cruise around. I mean, I saw yesterday, I saw, I think two, two alligators out on the water, which is definitely a little crazy because you're, you're in their element 100%. And uh, they're going to, they're going to warrant respect one way or the other. And uh, yeah, that, that's, no, those, those things gnarly. are sweet. If, if I see a <laughs> yeah. gator, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> oh, it's, it's scary because, like, you'll come up on them, and they'll literally, like, they'll see you, and then they just disappear into the water. They're, like, they, they're like scared of you, and I'm like, buddy, 
you're good. I'm, <laughs> I'm much more scared of you than you are scared of me. <laughs> at least when they're on top of water, you can see where they're at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can kind of look at their size and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But like that, so that river I jet ski in is uh, with the Coochie River real close to Kroom. It's actually on the backside of Kroom. And I don't know how familiar you guys are with Kroom, but it's got, it's got basically on the other side of it, it's got mountain biking, running, uh, trails like that. And then it's got that river. That river um, fluctuates a lot in like water height. So like the last time I was out there, the water was like four or five feet higher. So a lot of these rocks and stuff like that, that I was going over, uh, yesterday weren't, weren't exposed, uh, about a month ago. So I'm okay. going through the section and I'm like, man, what is all this stuff I'm going over? Cause you can't see anything in the water. The water's pitch black. Like you're, you're riding basically blind going off of where the ripples are. And I'm like, Oh, these are, these are like stumps and, and rocks and stuff. I'm like, man, I better not fall in here. Like you're looking down and you can kind of start to see like the stumps and, rocks and trees and stuff like that because like there's so much stuff in the water because the sand erodes so quickly and like uh about a hundred years ago in florida they went through and cut all a lot of the cypress out for the for the wood of it because the wood looks so nice when it's turned in like coffee tables and stuff like that like high dollar like four thousand dollars a table for like these big stumps and stuff but they couldn't get them all out so they sunk to the rivers and then they're in the rivers now because they're not going to rot away and i'm like man that's kind of sketchy you know like you're going through we got alligators snakes rocks logs you know it's it's intense can you submarine that thing uh i'm getting there (laughs) i can i can can throw 360s all day really yep that's awesome i've not seen a video of that you need to post a video of that a recent i know (laughs) i know the jet ski videos don't do great on the gram you know they they never get the love that that i'd like them to don't you hate that (laughs) i do dude you you guys don't understand how hard this is yeah no (laughs) doubt no doubt i've uh, i've never tried to ride one of those things but um uh, i've talked to people that have and and they look like they're hard to ride it's that's pretty awesome (laughs) oh yeah they uh they're 100 percent harder than you think like i'll have some buddies That'll be like, I can ride a stand up. That can't be that hard. And then I'll bring them out and I'll, and I'll, I'll make a bet with them. I'll be like, all right, hundred bucks. If you can get up in the first 20 minutes, you know, and that's, <laughs> and it's usually, usually they're like hundred bucks. And I'm like hundred bucks. If you can get up in the first 20 minutes and they'll be like, all right, sick. I'll take your bet. And I've yet to hand out a hundred dollars. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm ever down in Florida, I will try that out. I doubt that I'll win the hundred bucks, but I'd like to try that out. I'd if, like, if I, I've found that the guys that have a moto background and the more like the higher up in the moto they are, the better that off they usually can get on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, like I'll have some buddies that'll be like, oh, I can do that. No problem. And I'll be like, you sure? Like if they're real confident in it, I'll be like, all right, hundred bucks if you can do it. And they'll be like, all right, that's going to be the easiest hundred bucks I ever made. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's just funny to watch them. Cause like, as they start to get more and more flustered, I'll tell them how much time they have left, but I'll like speed the time up a little bit. I'll be like, all right, you've got like five minutes left, but they actually have like 15 minutes left and they'll like start freaking out. And they definitely, they can't, can't put it together at that point. Are those the guys that are probably like on the, watching you ride? Like, dude, why weren't you going faster out there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, gotta, they're they're my buddies that are like, dude, why don't you just backflip that thing? Yeah, right. Just backflip it. Well, I'm why like, not? Yeah, that's, that's easy, you know. I mean, that that sounds so easy. So easy. But if there any, if there was anybody that would backflip their quad, I'm pretty sure it'd be you. <laughs> just try everything, True. right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited for a couple scenes in uh, the butter film. I did the longest stop yeah I've done to date yet. The other day for filming when we were up filming that mo- for uh, butter too. Did a stop the other day. It was pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was like, how, how was that? Because uh, I, I seen some captions and stuff of 
you know, on Facebook and stuff it coming out. And I thought I saw that you might be in it. So I didn't know how that, yeah. how, how all that went out. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, I'm super pumped on the opportunity to be in that. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, uh, Adam and I actually went up the other day. Uh, what was it last Thursday? Thursday, him and I went up and uh, we shot that. They they let me go out on the trike and they were like, "Hey, see if you can do a stoppy on it." I was like, "Okay," and I ended up doing a stoppy on it, which was super sweet as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool, you know, because like stoppies are kind of that thing that like I don't see really anybody else on the ATV side like trying or. Uh, being able to do them do them like i can and uh i think it's just because i used to spend a lot of time like that's all my buddies and i would do on our bicycles and stuff like they'd come over and uh i had the trial stuff so i'd always set up like a trials course and uh we'd always do like we'd do like fake fake like trials on our bicycles and stuff like that and i got and i got good from a stoppy in the bicycles like that and uh just kind of carried it over one day i was like man i think i could stop you a quad we were at crew and they're like you sure like nobody's ever i've never seen anybody do that and that was like 2017. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, worst case scenario, I just kind of flop over. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. sure, Bra- try it. Brandon could do a stoppie on a <laughs> yes, quad. <laughs> I, could, I could do a stoppie. It's, I, man, I tell you, our, our time back when we uh, we were taking riding really serious, uh, <laughs> GoPros and social media wasn't as big as it, it is today. And we were out actually at Cooper's farm and we were just riding wheelies and being stupid. And we were coming down a slope and, <laughs> I was just like, watch this. I'm going to do a stoppy. And I mean, I had that thing straight up and down. His eyes were about My, as big as baseballs. It was to the point of almost no return. Like the feet were locked into the Nerf bars and I'm trying to push it back and it wouldn't go. And Panic rubbing. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I was, I was sketchy. As soon as you said that, I just started laughing because yeah. it, it, was, it was just funny. Bring back memories. But uh, So it sounds like... Cooper needs to go down and train with your mom. You need to send her up here. You need to get. Up I was to just going to ask you, Brandon. Is Colton going to be pushing his PW down the down the street tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, my mom. My mom is amazing. She uh, she's she's arguably more hardcore than I am. You know, she's she is she's one hundred and ten percent the most competitive person I've I've ever met. You know, like her and I, we used to do like push up contests. She never let me win. Sit up <laughs> contests. She never let me win. We'd be playing, we used to play soccer and uh, it'd be like, it'd be when you had to pick like an opponent and uh, the parents could play if they wanted to. My mom was always the one I had to play against, never won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because yeah, a lot of guys that uh, in the racing career, um, just for instance, I was listening to Paul Pimex the other day, Davey Millsaps was in there mm-hmm. and he was pretty much saying like his mom is the one that pushed him through all those years and, and put his training together. So, RC? Yeah, and RC. And then, and then I hear you say, you know, your mom was, you know, was like, hey, go out there and push your quad up and down the road. And was just, it was just, it's just crazy. You, a lot of people think, you know, your dad, the dads would be the one that was out there pushing you and making you do all the hard work. And then here it is, it's the moms. To me, it shows, yeah. it shows a lot, of, like a lot of times, like it's, it's that not really necessarily, I wouldn't call it tough love. I'm not sure what to call it, but it's, it's not being soft on them that what that what excels them to, you know, maybe maybe they don't get the drive out of out of pushing that quad like right then, but maybe when they're having a tough race or something, and and it just they just have that working ethic that keeps them going, which is which is awesome. Yeah, what, awesome. what you need in this sport for sure after you know two hour long rides and you're you're barely hanging on at the end of the race and. 
At least I am. I don't know about you. Hunter's probably not. Hunter's probably <laughs> fresh as a daisy after those races. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, without a doubt, you know, I mean, my mom, so funny story, my mom never really, never rode ATVs, never rode motorcycles, anything like that. And uh, so I was struggling like around 10, 10 to like 13, I was really struggling with like lappers and, and just getting by them because like I didn't have a clutch, so I couldn't really rev it up to let them know. So my mom was like, well, I know the solution, hun. I was like, what's that? She was like, I'll just go out and be a lapper. I was like, but well, you don't know how to ride, mom. She goes, sounds like I'll be the perfect lapper. Then. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. So her, she used to go out when I would do my hour motos and uh, I, I'd have like a shorter, we'd do it on like a shorter loop at the house. And uh, she would, she'd be out there on a KFX uh, 400 and I'd be out on my Cobra and we'd be doing laps. And she would literally be a lapper, just be a lapper, be squirrely everywhere. And she was just, she was, she was the best lapper I could have had out there, you know, cause I knew that her goal was to not let me pass her. Right. And, uh, we had, we had a couple close ones, you know, where we'd, we'd come together occasionally. I'd end up on the ground. She'd end up on the ground, but yeah. That's all. You know what? It's funny. Cause I was listening to Daniel Blair in a podcast the other day and he was talking about and it was after the Ken Rocks and uh, Dean Wilson incident. He was talking about how um, these guys, like when the track breaks down and they get into the lappers, sometimes they, you know, that's kind of when they struggle the most, like Ken getting through the field there. And he said, if I was a, a team manager, I would have, I would invite like these privateer riders to come out and at towards the end of like, you know, Ken Rockson's moto, send the privateers out there and have him work through them. That's a really good idea. So what your mom, your mom was like the invent, uh, like invented that, uh, what before it was cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She was, she was out there full, full gear and everything out there just doing laps with me. You know, she was, she was just out there just cruising around. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wait, wait waiting to get lapped. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, um, what do you, uh, what's your goals in this upcoming season? I mean, there's not i mean you're getting better and better every year this will be your third year in the pro class um uh last year was a really good i would say solid year for you um finish wise uh you you didn't really have too much mechanical problems it didn't seem like um so what what are you looking for what would be a successful year in the 2021 season for you i mean we're we're honestly just just looking for progress progress off of each year is uh is what we want. You know, I, um, I've got a good close friend. You guys know Steve Hatch. I've heard the name. I've heard the name. So he, uh, he used to be a motorcycle pro for about 18 years. He was, he was number, number two and number three and, uh, full or the, well, it used to be the, um, the national enduros, the champs on on a motorcycle. And, um, I ended up, uh, bringing him on board, you know, good, good friend of mine basically brought him on board and him and I, uh, created, created a couple, uh, couple goals and stuff like that that um basically are are what we're after for this season and um we uh basically put a plan plan in motion at the if i don't know if you guys saw but at the last last uh three rounds we ended up uh changing a couple things up we ended up getting getting some help from walker and mark uh walker fowler and mark notman and uh that that was a huge help and then steve steve ended up coming on and we uh basically just put a couple new plans plans into motion that uh stuff that I was just basically overlooking that, um, that weren't, uh, weren't exactly, you know, like I, I didn't know, know that I was doing it wrong, you know, but Steve was like, man, Hunter, wh- why are you doing it like this? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Is there a better way? He's like, yeah, there's, there's so many better ways. I'm like, 
oh, okay. So we ended up spicing a couple things up there. And uh, between the combination of him and uh, Walker, we ended up actually coming coming from dead last in the dust at, um, what was that, High Point to uh-huh. uh, fourth. We ended up fourth uh, fourth overall that day from dead last. So yeah. it was it was good. We were we were excited on that. Isn't it crazy how like just a couple little changes to your program can really just get you to the next level where you need to be? It's it's pretty crazy. If you, people that out there that don't race don't kind of realize it, but then you got your racers and and I don't know how many years I used to do it. And then, uh, you have some guy come over and he's like, "Hey, why don't you try this?" And you try it. And you're like, "Man, why haven't been why haven't I been doing that the whole time?" And mm-hmm. it's just crazy how those little things uh, make it make or break you. Without a doubt, you know, I mean, we're, we're not chasing, you know, like out on the practice track, you know, um, we were doing some laps the other day on a short course and uh, we did what we do, 20, 20 laps and uh, laps are about two minutes and 33 seconds a piece. Uh, between those 30 laps we did, uh, I varied between a 232 and a 233 the entire time. And, you know, that's, that's basically what you're just after. It's just the sheer consistency, you know, because anybody can go fast for for five minutes, you know, but like the difference at the end of the day that, that we're learning is that basically you've got to, got to be able to be just consistent and not, not losing time at the end or at the beginning. You can't just, you can't give them, give them a minute, minute lead to start with, you know, because you're not gonna, you're not going to be able to run, run that down when you're running the same pace as they are. You've got to basically get out front, stay out front with them and not let them take you to Gapplebee's off the start. Yeah. If you had to pick, if you had to think of one aspect of, of racing, whether it be cornering, um, you know, working through technical sections, uh, keeping your speed in the in the high speed areas, what is the thing that you think separates the pro class from the rest of the GNCC nation? Because um, uh, you've went through the ranks. What do you think puts people up there on that level uh, more than anything else? The ability to know that, that you can just do it, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's parts of the pro class that, I mean, people will even argue that there's, that there's two pro classes, you know, like you look at it and it's, and, and there almost is, you know, where it's kind of split where, um, like I've said before, how, how I'll feel like I'm in no man's land, you know, like I'll mm-hmm. do, I did a couple of GNCCs this year where I rode around in like sixth place from like lap one on. And like, literally I was two minutes ahead of seventh and I was a minute behind fifth. You know, right. like I literally, the gap didn't change at all or it, it got a little bigger, um, over, over the, over seventh, but like from fifth, fifth on, you know, like it, it stayed that minute gap, you know, like I literally, literally rode around in like no man's land. And it's, it's just the, basically the difference that you're, you're able to kind of not really say, know that you can do it, but like, you'll see some of these pros and stuff they'll hit stuff and you're like, man, I don't, I don't think I can do that. You know, like the difference is just knowing, knowing that it can be done and, and how to do it. You know, where a lot of people are like, I have no idea, you know, like you'll pull up to a section and people are like, I, I have no idea what we're going to do here. You know, where the pros, the pros will have an idea of what, what they're actually after mm-hmm. out of that section. You know, like you'll come into like, like a set of whoops almost, you know, you yeah. come into a set of whoops. Um, like Adam and I were having this discussion the other day. We were like, man, you know, do, what do we think faster? You know, do we want to double through them or do we want to skim them? You know, and, and that's the big thing is just, just figuring out what, uh, what's faster for you because a lot of the time it's not everything works for, for everybody the same, you know, like you could be mm-hmm. awesome at skimming the whoops and always skim the whoops. Whereas someone you, you else might know 
is way quicker when they can just double through the whoops. Just like on Supercross, when you watch Supercross, you know, how many times does Eli Tomag, notorious for skimming the whoops, right. always going to skim them. You know, Marvin Muskin very rarely is going to skim them. He's going to jump through them every single time. Sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's slower. And sometimes it equals out to where they're just about the same. Right, yeah, right. You know, and I think it's just that, that people people underestimate what they can and can't do. You know, and I mean, and I'm, I'm not saying that these guys should go out there if they've never hit the Ironman Hill and go straight up the middle of it, you know, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's just, uh, that's a suicide mission, you know, like there's stuff that, that they, that I think a lot of these people that are in the afternoon race could do if they just took half a second and thought before they leaped, you know, because like, I think a lot of them jump in and like, I've in, you'll see a lot like coming up through, you know, you'll get to section and you're like, how are you stuck here? You know, and, and you just are like, you know, like a tenth of a second extra think time on it. And you would have been like, oh, you guys are, you guys are through. That was easy. But I think a lot of people just, just need to sit back, take a quick breath and be like, how do I go through this section successfully? Not how do I go the fastest? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it wood, wood driving is a little different. You know, I, I, I grew up mostly motocross my whole life and then I get into the woods and I start learning how important that clutch is and the lower gear, like going in through some, uh, you know, in the rocky loose stuff. I'm on a dirt bike now, but just like little things and just letting that clutch eat a little bit and, and get you through. Not necessarily. I, I was always like on the gas the whole time. Like, oh, I need to go really fast here, stay on the gas. And then it just digs a hole and you're stuck. You know, <laughs> you just, you just got to think about things a little bit sometimes. And, uh, you know, not, not always is, fast fastest you know fast it's kind of kind of weird to say that but <laughs> yeah yeah like you might take take an area like powerline park for an example you know they they you can look at it and people will be like oh the fastest line that's easy just drive right through the middle of that swamp little do you know that swamp's four feet deep in the middle whereas <laughs> okay that's the fastest line but you're not going to be able to have you don't have sustainability there yeah you want something that you can have sustainability with throughout the entire day you know because granted Granted, you got to go fast, but you've got to go consistently fast. You can't just, you can't be a one lap wonder. You know, you can't, you know, much like Travis Pastrana, you know, when he did his GNCC in Florida, <clears throat> granted he was, he was underprepared, <laughs> but I mean, the man, the man went out there and was still, was still shredding up front for like that first hour, hour and a half. And then he, it just, it just stuff overwhelming, you know, because yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you race a lot of local series too. What, what local series do you typically run? Man, anything and everything on the East coast nice. <laughs> is the best, best way to, best way to say it. Other than a couple of, uh, the PA West Virginia ones, I usually won't end up hitting occasionally just because I'll have, I'll have a local much, much closer to me than that. Right. But, uh, no, so I'll, uh, I'll do FTRs in the winter down here. I'll do uh, a couple of mid Easts, uh, a couple of Wainoas up home. I'll occasionally hit up a uh, New East Coast XC, and uh, basically, and then uh, basically anything, anything and everything in between. Okay, what out of all the uh, the schedules, obviously already out, been out for a little while. Uh, what track are you looking forward to getting at the most? Man, I wish I wish we could go back uh, back to the Tomahawk because that was five minutes from my house. But uh, no, I really I'm a big fan of the Florida ones. Okay. The ones that get get pretty rough and rough and rowdy, but uh, no, I mean probably to go off of that, um, I've got uh, it's kind of funny. There's a couple races up in New York that are that are half moto, half uh, XC, and uh, that's that's probably some of my favorite 
favorite races all year is uh, just being able to have a have the combination. You know, I mean, it's it's a three race series in the fall once uh, everything's done, and it's just it's sweet. You know, like you show up there, and it's just it's a lot of fun because there's no pressure, there's kind of no payout, and I basically just show up just just because they're they're fun. You know, right? Like the woods are woods are super tight. Like I'm talking, you're you're maybe second gear for through most of it. And then you hit the moto tracks and, uh, it's just, those tracks are just sweet. You know, those are, those are kind of some of the fun ones. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done any ATV motocross racing or? or no, I haven't. No, I've, I've thought about it. You'd hit some, da- hit well. the Daytona Supercross. You know, you're down there in Florida. So yeah, <laughs> True. he's like, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've thought about it, but, uh, no, those guys, those guys can keep it. You know, Chad. Chad showed us how to ride a couple couple nights ago out at Dade City. He was on a bone stock bike. No, nothing done to it other than literally tires and wheels. And we were on our full XC bikes. And Chad just come by us. Just makes us look silly. Yeah. Man, that guy's like, a legend, nope. isn't he? <laughs> Dude, Chad, so Chad's a good guy. He's he a, he's a yeah. he's a machine. Uh, it, I mean, just amazing what he can do consistently year in and year out. You got all this youth coming up with with the Ford brothers and and you know, like Rastrelli and, and Hetrick even, I mean, Hetrick gets the best of him too, but it seems like, you know, he, he has got to be the hardest person to beat. I mean, even if you're Hetrick, you got to look at that at Chad Weenan and think, man, I have to, I have to be first. I have to be first or second every single race to, to even have a chance to beat him. Yeah. Chad's, Chad's just consistent. He's yes. there every single weekend. You show up, you know, Chad's going to be there. You know, yeah. there's no, no real variation in Chad. He kind of, he's just Chad, you know, he just shows up and does his stuff and goes home. Yeah. He's going to do it again in seven days. What's (laughs) cool is, is like you look at his career and he wasn't always like that. Like he was the guy at one point in time that was breaking bikes in half and ripping them apart and crashing out all the time. And then it just, it's, it's awesome to see like the progress and the growth of somebody and then their career and how they can, uh, um, I mean, he, you know, he's a, I'm sure he's a an inspiration to a lot of people, um, you know, bikes or quads, uh, on how you know a career should operate because it's it's pretty awesome. Like you never like whenever I watch him, it's like ah, oh, he's never going to hit the ground ever. He's just always going to be there, up in first or second place and make it look effortless. Yeah, awesome. He's an awesome guy. You know, I've been able to spend a decent amount of time with him uh, just over the years, just uh, basically friend through a friend. And, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's just a good, good dude all around, you know, knows, knows the right work to put in, knows when to put the right work in and stuff like that. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, quick question while I'm thinking about it. Um, Outback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> so that's a good one, you know? Um, yeah. So that basically, basically ended up happening because, because I just, I was just consistent, you know, I, uh, I was just there. Basically, I was there at the right time with uh, right right presentation in hand, right uh, right place, right time, right uh, right people. You know, I mean, um, so I'll, I'll run you through how that ended up happening. Okay. I actually, uh, <laughs> I emailed or I, I DM'd them in 2017, uh, end of 20, no, excuse me, 20, 2018, I DM'd them. And I basically, I, I read, so I read it through and I was like, man, if I was them, I wouldn't have given me anything like that was horrible. <laughs> and uh, like, like the original message I sent them, I was like, man, that was, that was, that was rough. Like that was a rough one. And uh, so I ended up a couple years went by, I was like, ah, I'm not going to worry about it. 
And then um, luckily they were opening up a new uh, new location, new uh, basically like a branch off, like a like a much faster like the the, uh, the version that I that I deal with. They had a drive through and stuff like that, so it, it right. was a quick. Okay. Like it was it was a good. They, it was basically their their entry into the the meals are done in under five minutes. Okay. You know? So you're not you're not waiting. It's it's much more casual and stuff like that. And uh, they were I was like, hey, just reaching out to you guys again. Didn't know uh, if anything had changed within the last two and a half years. And they're like, hey, Hunter, yeah, sorry about that. We uh we actually don't know what you're talking about. We're a new we're a new team that's moved in since the last team uh, a couple years ago. Tell us tell us about what you've got. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. So then it was basically a brand new opportunity. Right. So I uh, and since then I had been able to have a couple couple other good deals that I've been able to learn from, you know, cause like you have to, when you're reaching out to people like that, you're going to have some growing pains. You know, there's, there's some serious, you know, learning that has to happen before you can even get to where you're, you're talking with people like that. And, uh, so I ended up talking with them and, uh, fortunate enough where my house is down here in Florida, we're, uh, we're pretty close to Tampa, which is where their, their headquarters are is, is down by the airport in Tampa. So it was about a 30, what was it 35 minute drive? So I get in, they're uh, talking. I end up getting, I'm like, Hey, can I just come down, give you guys a presentation, stuff like that, and talk with you guys? They're like, Yeah, absolutely. So I get down there and uh, super nervous. Like, I, I'm as nervous, if not more, than I am on like the starting line. Cause I'm like, I'm going in to talk to these guys face to face, you know, like big butterflies. Right. And uh, <laughs> so I get there, get in the wrong elevator. This guy goes, Hey, where are you trying to go to? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to go to the fifth floor, meet these people. They go, oh, okay. And uh, he goes, well, you're in the wrong elevator, bud. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm new here. He goes, ah, no problem. And uh, so he sends, he tells me where to go. I get in the right elevator. They, uh, I get up there. I open the doors. They go, hey, are you Hunter Hart? I go, yeah, how did you know? They go, oh, here, we, uh, some guy just had these shipped over for you. And it was a plate of cheese fries. And I was like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> so uh, they were like, here, they're going to be a couple minutes late to your interview. So I'm like, okay, not a problem. So I'm talking with uh, – so I'm eating my cheese fries. About 15 <laughs> minutes roll by, and uh, they get in there. They show up the, to the lobby. They're like, hey, Hunter, super, super sorry. We, uh, we were late. We got caught up in another meeting. I'm like, oh, no problem. I'm just glad you guys are here. You know, like I didn't, didn't really know what was going to happen. They're like, yeah, so let's, uh, let's go inside. They go, we heard you had some cheese fries. I go, yeah, they were – Best cheese fries I've ever had. <laughs> um, ch- change your life. And uh, so I ended up getting in. I'm talking with them. We uh, end up running through the presentation, basically. And uh, base, uh, what was it? I was in there. Two and a half hours. I talked with them for uh, two and a half hours. We basically r- ran over everything and anything that is myself, racing, social media, all that stuff. And uh, at the end of it, they were like, hey. They're like, so we're not gonna we're not gonna have you do a deal now. We want you to come out to our new grand opening of our new location. See see what you think. See how it is. And if you like it, then we'll we'll finish the deal there. You know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, man, this this could be the this could be the craziest thing ever. And I go, I'm gonna still endorse it. You know, like I don't care what. Right, it is. right. <laughs> I don't care if you guys are trying to sell like flat nails. I'm gonna still say they're the best <laughs> nails I've ever seen. You know, and uh, so I end up going to this going to the event. I, uh, I order my food. I go to pay. They're like, no, you, you don't have, this is, this is invite only. So I get to the front door. They're like, Hey, what's, uh, what's your name? I go Hunter Hart. Cause it was, it was invite only. And, uh, they go, Oh, okay. Here, Hunter, we've got a bag for you. They had a real nice outback backpack bag, some other cool stuff. They're like, here, this is, this is for you. So I go inside 
and uh, I order my food. I go to pay. They're like, no, you, you know, this is, this is uh, all, on, all on Outback. I was like, oh, really? They're like, yeah. They go, this is, this is our like, um, like a test run almost or, or a soft opening mm-hmm. yeah. is what it was. So they, uh, they ended up, we get in there. And uh, I'm talking with this guy. He's like, hey, you're, you're pretty young to be here. He goes, you come here by yourself or did you have somebody else that you came with? I was like, no, I came by myself. He was like, oh, wow. So I'm talking with this guy. He goes, so what do you do? I go, oh, I, I race uh, ATVs. I'm, I'm hoping to be an ambassador for uh, you guys. He goes, oh, really? I go, and we got talking. He goes, well, that's pretty cool. He goes, uh, I go, yeah, if you don't mind me asking, what, what do you do? He goes, well, he goes, some might call me the uh, president. I go, oh, the president of what? He goes, oh, I'm the president of ever, of uh, all the Bloomin' Brands. I go, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, so you uh, you want to be involved with us, huh? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He was like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Because I've been talking with him for like 20 minutes before that. And uh, he was like, yeah. He goes, I'll, I'll see that it happens. And uh, ended up getting a food card, actually, with my name on it and everything like that. Swipe it when I go to when I go to pay and uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty sweet. That's awesome. And man. that would be the end of my training career. <laughs> Bloom and onion, please. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. My, my, my racing career would go downhill after that. Cause I'd be eating there every single second of the day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's I mean, awesome that, though. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sweet. You know, and like people ask me about it and they're like, there's no way I'm like, no, really? Like, and I'll, I'll pull the card out. I'm actually, I'm talking with them again. Cause that was last year. And uh, I'm working, still working on my deal for this year with them as well. And uh, it's just, it's just sweet. You know, like a lot of people will be like, there's people are like, oh, the sports time, the sports this, sports that. And I'm like, you guys must just not know what you're doing because like, right. you know, you know, there's so much, so much that can be done. And like, people just don't, don't know how to go about it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not about to let you guys know how to go about it. It's <laughs> taken me, you know, I mean, it's taken me five years to figure to, to even start to get an idea of, of how to go about it. But I mean, there's just, there's, there's just opportunities to be had, you know, just, just by being, being a good person. And, and, you know, like the stuff that people consider quote unquote cool, people don't always see as cool. You know, the, these big corporations don't always see, see cool. You know, if you're out drinking with your friends at 17, 18, you know, that's, that's not, not in their eyes cool. And uh, like I ended up getting a, uh, I ended up getting paid to go out to Utah this summer. They paid for my hotels, side-by-side rentals, and plane tickets out there. And uh, they basically, they said, hey, you you look like you'd be a good ambassador for us. Just let us know. And uh, they ended up actually flying me out. And they're like, hey, yeah. I was like, How, how'd you guys pick me? They go, well, we watched you for about the last year and a half. And uh, we, like, we like the impact that you have and the uh, engagement you have with your followers and the fact that you were an all-around good person. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, that's, that's what I want to tell, like, you know, like the young crowd that's listening, you know, like, don't, don't get peer pressured into the stupid stuff. You know, like I, I've never drank and I'm, and I'll be 21 next on Valentine's day. So in two, wow. 13 days, yeah. you know? So, I mean, like there's so many other cool things that, that can happen, you know, off of, you know, like there's, there's no need, almost there's no need for it, you know, because right. like, it's, it's not going to bring you these, these deals that you want, you know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of these companies will watch for about two years before they, they make a decision on what they want to do. Yeah. That's awesome. It sounds like you're just living this like wake up and grind life and it's getting you where, where you want to go. And like, I really love the go getter uh, mentality that you have. Um, And like you said, you know, 
you know, a lot of people say the sport's dying and this and that, but it, like you said, it's, it, it is what you make it. I mean, you're, you're, um, one of the top people as far as follows on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and, and I, I don't have a, uh, TikTok, but I'm sure you do that. Um, but I mean, yeah. And it's because it's because of the, the, the hustle, everything is a hustle. And I like that. I mean, we, uh, we're second on TikTok and we're second, second on Instagram growing, yeah. growing every day. That's and, awesome. uh, I mean, it, it's, it's just the fact that like, I mean, look at people like Axel Hodges, you know, he was, he was fairly, fairly gifted on a motorcycle. You know, he, he raced Loretta's and did well at that, but then he was able, he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, just jumping his motorcycle for 30 second Insta bangers. Yeah. Like you're telling, you're telling me you can't go out there and shoot 30 second Insta bangers. Come on. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's and and the internet is so like people that are like, Hey, yeah, there's just, I just don't know how to do it. I'm like, just, just try. Like, what do you have to lose? You know, just throw a video out there and see, Oh, this one did well. And this one didn't do so well. Let's, you know, and just tailor, tailor it to that. And sometimes, yeah, there's a little bit of luck behind it, but a good video is going to take off no matter what, you know, and just, just learn from it. That's kind of, you know, like the mentality that we've had with this show. Uh, like we told you before we started on air, like we've we've not been doing this that long, but we had the mentality coming into it that if we if we are consistent and we go every week, whether we have something to talk about or not, we'll figure out what to talk about. But it's the consistency and then just the, the, the want to the looking at where you want to be. And, you know, at this point in time, we've had almost half of the uh, ATV um, um, GNCC pro line on the show and we're getting a lot of dirt bike guys involved as well. And, you know, that's just the type of mentality you have to have to grow anything. Um, if you start something and quit, you're never going to get where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just, it just takes time. And a lot of people I don't think are willing to put in the necessary time for it. And Mm -hmm. it just, it just, it's a snowball effect, you know, like my, my first 10,000 followers on Instagram took me took me to 2018 to get to you know like that that was a gr- and i mean i i got an instagram in 2013 so i mean it was what's that six years four yeah. three five years yeah five six <laughs> years you know from 20 2013 to 2018 and then from there i mean i was at 20,000 in a year and then within the last eight months i've gone to 30 i'm at, i'm just about to break 33,000 yeah know? That, so, i mean that's <laughs> yeah that's that, that's awesome but the, it's it's just a snow effect you know and it just it takes time and i think people get so bummed out because they're like i mean it's it's like that whole thing like uh when um it's just like you know like people are people are always looking at at what could the grass why is the grass so much greener over there instead of worrying about watering and nutrients to their grass exactly and and you know like social media is kind of a double-edged sword in that way where where you know how long it took and you know how much work it took and how important it is to your brand to to go out there and, and put yourself out there day in and day out. You might only, you know, like us, like we're right now, we might get two or three followers a day. But, um, and but you know, one day, the you know, the people go on your Instagram and they say, wow, this kid's got 33,000 followers. I mean, he must have done it overnight. So that's where the double-edged sword comes into play because, you know, they see the, they see the success and think of it as instant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is not instant. I mean, it's it, – it's, it, and somebody's uh, discouraging when you look at it and you're like, 
I lost 30, 30 followers today. Like, come on, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's in like, it's all about the content that you're putting out and, and the quality of content, you know, like yeah. people, people will just put out content and then they'll delete content and they'll put it out again. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't, you just, no, like just put out, if you don't have any quality content put out, just don't put content out because all you're doing with that content is you're just diluting what you could have and you're just making making it to where it's just harder for people to know that you've got good stuff because if you're just putting out junk all the time, then you've just got junk out and nobody nobody cares for that. You, right. need, to just, you need to have good quality stuff to post. Just don't post. You know, I mean, like, you know, and I think that there's a lot of pros that could do a lot better jobs with posting and, and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it's working for me. You know, I'm, I'm happy with where we're at. You know, we're making constant growth every day and stuff like that. And it's, it's just such an untapped, untapped resource, you know, like yeah. you can, you can create impressions and stuff like that. Like last year alone, between my social medias, I, uh, I managed to run the numbers on it. It was like 20, 28 or 26 million impressions last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Uh, and like, you know, those, those people that you're losing as far as uh, followers, those aren't real followers. Those are the guys that are just doing that, trying to get that follow for follow thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to, exactly. Trying to boost, uh, uh, boost their numbers up in a, in a, uh, a, a not, uh, not a, um, a true man organic way. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you'll get those guys and then you'll sometimes get, get a lot of bots, you know, like Instagram mm -hmm. will go through sometimes and clean out the bots and you're like, well, damn, you know, like, and you can tell when Instagram goes through and cleans out the bots <laughs> because you'll look around on the other page and be like, man, what, what the heck happened today? And you'll see Instagram went through and cleaned, cleaned house out, which, which is nice, you know, sometimes when they get rid of that stuff, cause it, it makes your numbers look better too. Right. You know? So, yeah. so uh, Let's talk a little Supercross, if you don't mind. <laughs> I know you <laughs> yeah, watch. Absolutely. What do you uh, What do you think of this season? Uh, Brandon and I have been talking a lot lately about how uh, is this the best 450 class we've ever seen? Man, it's it's close. You know, I was I was a diehard Villapoto fan forever. You oh know, yeah, Villapoto yeah. was was my guy. And uh, no, I think I think it's coming around though. You know, I've I've been very fortunate. You know, like. I, uh, I'm a little impartial because, uh, my, uh, one of my mountain bike buddies down here used to be the mechanic for, uh, Alex Martin. And, mm -hmm. uh, he, he let me go in and I basically, I, I was hanging out, you know, on a weekly basis with, uh, Sexton and, and, and the whole crew that they had out of the sandbox or the sandlot or no. Yeah. Out of the sandbox. And, uh, so I'm a little impartial to those guys, you know, like kind of, kind of, uh, almost more so than a fan with those guys. And, uh, it's just it's a bummer to see chase go out like that for yeah. sure. And, uh, but I mean, K Kenny, Kenny's an all around freaking story in himself, you know, like just, just to have the sheer will to show up after what he's been through is amazing. And then, I mean, absolutely gutted, gutted for jet. You know I mean? If, if I was jet, I would have <laughs> Christian Craig would not have left the building. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Christian Craig would have been sitting in that corner thinking, thinking about his actions you know we would have had Colin Ferrandis on that one that was yeah. an interesting uh uh the way he went down it was almost like I mean it's almost like he couldn't grab his brakes for some reason well, actually I was listening to Daniel Blair and he was going over it, mm -hmm. and uh I think Christian Craig hit a bump in the inside and it made his rear tire leave the ground Mm -hmm. Where he couldn't stop, you know what I'm saying, fast enough to where because he had him locked up. That's what Daniel Blair was saying. I'm I'm not sure on that, but 
Yeah, because, uh, I mean, he didn't even try to slow down. He just exited <laughs> Daniel, stage right. <laughs> Daniel Blair's a politician. He's a politician. <laughs> oh, shoot, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, Jet had a heck of a ride coming yeah, through the field like that did. with the bad start and then the mistake over that wall jump. I mean, that kid is... Absolute hero ride. Yes, hero ride. yes. Now, granted, the, uh, the East Coast is a little bit on the weak side. Uh, they are definitely top-heavy, but, but at the same time... He caught Christian Craig from what? Okay. Probably eight, 18 seconds. Eight, was it 18, 18 seconds? seconds? Okay. That's, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 18 seconds on a 42 second or a 40, yeah, 42 second track is, is gnarly. It is, that's crazy. That's, that's half a lap down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, who do you think? I mean, we've been talking about championship here, championship there. Um, who do you think's got it in the 250 class this year? I think if Jet stops getting screwed over, Jet's. <laughs> Jet's gonna be a hero, <laughs> you know. What do you think about Jet? What do you think about the Jet uh, Moseman deal? Oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. It awesome. was. I, I love seeing, you know, I love seeing Moseman give it back to him, but not in a vicious way. And it was really, really nice of him to do it in the heat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's completely. You know, like, and I bet you. And the nice thing is that, like, Jet Jet and Moseman are both learning together. They're they're learning who they can and who they can't push around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's that's what that's what it's all about is figuring out where where the boundary almost lies and doesn't lie, you know? Yeah. I'm kind of a Colt Nichols guy right now. I think Colt I mean, I know I was talking this before he won the past two races, <laughs> just so you know. But um he he seems like he has got the most puzzle pieces put together this season. Uh in my opinion, I think Jet is gonna Whatever, no matter what coast he's on next year, is going to win the championship. Uh, but I think Colt, yeah. Colt Nichols has has it has the East Coast um, this year. I think he's he's really going to set himself apart from the rest of the class uh, here pretty soon. I th- I think the problem is that like or not the problem, but uh, those guys are just so old. You know, like how old's Nichols? Twenty six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like like think think about the knowledge that you had at at seventeen. Exactly. Versus twenty six. You know. Mm. You know, like it's just it's just a sheer fact. Like nothing against Nichols. You know, like he's obviously putting in the work and putting the pieces together. But I mean, he's so much so much smarter. And those guys, just like when Francis won last year, I mean, he, he basically waited it out and waited till everybody left. And then he was like, okay, I shall win now. He just waited. He waited so yeah. long, you know, yeah. like he's 20, what is he now? 28, 29, 20, some, yeah. somewhere in there. What's in the Craig? Class, you know, like, oh, he's. Craig, 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 yeah, Craig's old, Craig's older than most of the 450 class, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's my point. Is it's good to see that the sports getting older and older. But I mean, Villapoto and Dungey, you know, Villapoto retired at 26. Yeah, like 26 yeah. years old. Villapoto had won four 450 titles, made millions of dollars, and was like, "Peace, guys. I'm gonna go <sighs> drink some beer and ride pit bike." Man, he's <laughs> awesome. Now, like, here's the thing: is like, like I liked Villapoto a lot, and then like towards like the last couple end of like the last few championships of his, I kind of got on a bad attitude like with him just because he kind of he always seemed like he had a chip on his shoulder but now dude he is the coolest guy like I, anytime that he's on pulp i mean just get back and sit back and eat your popcorn because that's a hilarious show him and and jake weimer yeah i uh i'm a little bummed in the way that dungy has transformed after after racing you know like i really expected 
more more out of the dunge than we've gotten, you know. Yeah, he's, he's and, busy uh, making coffee, man. He's making yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah, he he, sh- he should stick to motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we almost had him come back this yeah, year. He was wanting to, I think. If it wouldn't have been he's for the close. twenty, if it wouldn't have been for the twenty twenty bullcrap of a year we had, I think we might have seen him in a twenty twenty one season. Yeah, I don't know what his love is with the with the Honda though. I figured he'd be a KTM man. You'd you know? have thought. You'd oh, have thought. I don't think I don't think he's with Honda anymore. I think no. I think he's kind of parted ways. But it's that that was a weird deal. That yeah. was a short lived um, short lived thing. I was kind of hoping to see him like whenever he was talking about coming back. You a lot of the gas gas talk was coming back. I was like that'd be a good bike for him to get on. Yeah. You know, remind him a lot of the uh, KTM. KTM. So. Mm-hmm. I think he just he, he if he came back he he should come back in the form of a McGrath or somebody like that and just endorse endorse a brand you yeah. know like not not go for race wins because because he just he was never a race winner he was always he was always there when Villapoto would implode on himself yeah. or you know like Reed would crash out and Stu would catapult himself into the left field you know he was never. He never had the raw speed. He was just always consistent. You know, he always knew how to show up, put in the work, and go home. Would that yeah. win in a year like this year, though? I mean, Brandon and I have been talking, and this is like this year. I feel like you're going to see the champion that has the least amount of wins ever. Just and that is no disrespect to that person, whoever ends up winning the championship. But golly, man, like you're looking at a good night if you're finishing in the top eight <laughs> i mean yeah. these guys are solid uh this year yeah. so i mean it's so unpredictable four races so far and four different winners um and i wouldn't be surprised to see a, a fifth race winner uh this coming weekend i mean zach osborne's been riding oh, the dude, lights out of that bike but he he's he, he can't get a start. get a start either he can't get a start or he gets a start and something bad happens and uh, uh he's going to be due for one ac could get one at any point in time um it, it's it's just a it's just such an awesome year to to be a fan of the sport because it's not you don't go into the uh, race knowing who's going to finish on the podium yeah absolutely i think um I'm, I'm hoping we see some greatness out of uh ac i think that there's some there's some unwritten greatness there that we're gonna we're yeah. gonna see soon and uh i think though that it'll be good i think um yeah i think it is uh it's exciting i don't i don't know if um i I'd like to personally see Kenny get it done mm-hmm. just because of the story story yeah. behind him, you know? And, uh, but I mean, who know, who knows, you know, because like the last time that we had four different winners in uh super process early on was, uh, 2012, 12 or 11 when, uh, um, who was it? Villapoto won round one, Kenny Dungeon. won round two. Yeah. Dunge and the, it was the year that when there was Dunge, Stu, Chad, Villapoto, yeah, and the um, I think that was the and Kenny. It was yeah. the five of them. Yeah, you know, that what? was the last year that it was that it was this deep. I think, and I mean that's that's the top five heavy. Where now we're looking eight guys deep, nine guys deep. Yeah, yeah. you know what scares me about Kenny is is I I mean I want to see that end of the season stretch him be able to do it. Um, 
Um, when does the sickness occur? Yes, exactly. That's that's the scary thing for me because I'm with you. Like, the, he needs that. We need that storybook ending, um, just so they can write the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally. Uh, because Brain and I argue about uh, motocross movies all the time. I say they're junk because <laughs> because there's so many good stories in the actual sport. They don't need to go and and have like uh, Bennett's War or anything like that. Like, just just write a movie about Chad Reed. Um, but yeah. Anyways. But that's besides the point. I think that Kenny, you know, um, when I see him pull a whole shot and take off and leave everybody in round 15, then I'm ready to say, okay, Kenny, Kenny can do this. But up until then, I, it just scares me because, like, you know, he could also sit back there in eighth place and not go anywhere. Exactly. For, for hours on end. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, with that being said, uh, you got any podium predictions for this weekend? Or I'm sorry, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. Man, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, 250 Jets winning. Jets. Jets winning. Okay. 250. Uh, with without a doubt. As, I would as love as to see win. Jet and a Jet and Nichols duel. I would love to yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Craig's gonna get left left in the dust now. He's 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 old news. He's dead to um, you, huh? <laughs> he's he's dead to me. I, I really 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 was kind of on the the Fernandez when it was Fernandez versus Craig. I was really on Craig's side, you know. But now I'm kind of like, eh. You hurt my boy Jet. You can we don't we don't we don't need you anymore. You've you've played your part in history. <laughs> yeah. Now. Uh, no, I think he'll he'll be good for sure. I think I think Jet's got a point to prove though. Um, I definitely think uh, that's going to be fourth. I don't think I don't think uh, massive respect too to Joe Shimoda. I mean, did yes. you guys hear his interview? Yes, yeah. massive it was awesome. respect to him. How he he wants to earn one instead of basically being given one. He was like, I, you know, like massive respect to him, and especially his English. You know, like yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> being able to understand that because last last year you couldn't understand him at all. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so he's made time. leaps and bounds uh, in his English. Um, he could teach. Uh, <laughs> he could teach Marvin. Our, 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 our. <laughs> he could. He could teach Marvin, Dylan, either of them. Yeah, and I heard an interesting point today. Like neither one of those guys probably uh, sit down and chat with their wives in English. It's always no. like, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the English is just a podium language for them. No where, way, Dylan does. No way. <laughs> uh, so um, I would say that you know, um, uh, Joe. Joe is. He's trying to to be and live that part, uh, so that's awesome for him. And and like he's ascending for sure. He's riding good. He's riding solid. He's riding steady. So that's mm-hmm. that's a key for him. Yeah, without a doubt. I think I think he'll, he'll the fact that he admitted that he didn't not that he didn't deserve to be there, but the fact that he he wants to earn one the right mm-hmm. way. He wants to be be a guy that that did it without without there being an asterisk almost yeah, yeah that was yeah massive respect moment for myself as well um so you have him on the podium this weekend i've got him fourth fourth okay I'd okay say, gotcha i'd say i'd say him for i'd say jet nichols craig and then shimoda <laughs> it, i mean you're kind of locked into those three um they could easily be what 15 seconds yeah. ahead of everybody else uh but Joe, joe's made leaps and bounds this year so yeah. so I, i'm excited to see he's definitely a podium guy next year stay healthy uh stay consistent um i can see that for him for sure uh actually what, i'd say i'd say mosman and joe yes battle to the end yes yeah, yeah. those those two are are on the about the same level um and uh i think they they could ascend each other 
uh, just battling back and forth and, and trying to push their way to the front. So I, I like that. Uh, what do you got 450 wise? Ooh. Um, <laughs> just draw names out of a hat. <laughs> gotta go Kenny with the win. Okay. If, Ken, if Kenny gets a start, Kenny with the win. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets a start stays on the podium. Right. Other yeah. than AC. Other than AC. <sighs> Is yeah. he not the most frustrating rider to be a fan of? It's 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 rough some days. <laughs> it's like whenever he's up front, I'm just like I'm waiting for that camera to to to, to split to him, and he's picking his bike up from um from a corner where he just let the front end go. I'm just Pretty waiting much. for that every single time. But um, I mean, he's gonna be due for one. He's got to get one this year. He's he, I mean, yeah. he's too he's too talented and too fast to not. Yeah. He gets one at Daytona or Orlando. Okay. Market. <laughs> we'll mark it we'll mark it if he does we'll we'll, we'll tag you in it and have you come back on the show or something <laughs> just Perfect. just for like that's, five that's seconds and be like i told you guys so <laughs> that's, that's when it's gonna happen hometown advantage yeah yeah, yeah. i tell you what i was a little disappointed with tomax uh he he was like okay with like okay where he was like he me, was too okay with yeah it, like it to me like. like the old tomac would have been like all right we're going back to the track Tomorrow we're going to be testing. This, Tomac, is, this isn't settling right Tom, with me. There's a different Tomac now, though. He's just like, yeah, that was he's cool. Satisfied. Man. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's he's done everything he's ever wanted to do. Absolutely. He doesn't, he doesn't know the reason to wake up in the morning anymore. Like, what? What? Why does he have to get out of bed now? He's marked off the Supercross title. He's marked off three outdoor titles. You know, he could call it a career tomorrow, and I'd be like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he finishes his contract out, and 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 he uh, he's done. he he yeah he's done. He's got a baby at home. He's gonna he's gonna go off and elk hunt in that beautiful Colorado mountain air and <laughs> ride ride bicycles with his dad. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could tell there wasn't like there was fight, but there was no fight. Like I figured, like. I figured when I saw him and Roxon was out there, like he doesn't have that blistering fire pace anymore. Yeah. I don't think, and, and I think he has the capability. I don't think he has the desire, just like Hunter just said. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that he uh, he's he's all willing to do it, but I think he's just he's just happy with what what he's got. I think he's he's proved like he's proved everything that he's ever wanted to prove. Like what's what's left for Eli to be like? I want to go do this, or I need to go achieve this tomorrow at Test Track. Yeah. You know, like what's, what's, what's there left for him to be like, I have this box to fill off, you know, like I don't, I don't see Eli being like, Oh man, I need to, I need to go 17 and Oh, you know, like I think mm-hmm. Eli's a realistic guy and knows, knows that that stuff just isn't, isn't going to happen. You know, like I think if Eli is in the right opportunity to, to uh, be a benefactor of a lot of this stuff, like I think outdoors, outdoors is a different story. You know, I think Eli, but then again, he, he never really turned it on last year, and, I, and that might be just because he was so far out of it after mm-hmm. the first three that he that he reasoned with himself. He was like, you know, screw it. We're not going to go out there for second in points and risk getting hurt just just to say that we did it. Like, no, I, I, I feel like he won that Supercross title, and he was like, I have nothing left to prove, yeah. you know? There's, I mean, there's, there's nothing nothing for him to him to do, you know? Like, what's... What's the driving factor now? Another million bucks in the bank account? Yeah. Okay. You know, another <laughs> another tally. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he already won the Monster Cup outdoors. Yep. Supercross title. Kenny Kenny's and got it, the got got the uh, he's got that fire yeah. to prove. He has to get this done in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in, you know, in his perspective, um, like I said, at least so we can get a movie out of it. That's why I'm I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. the that's the ending of the movie for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. 
you know we're you know what I see in three to five years? Jet Lawrence leaves Honda for KTM or uh Kawasaki. Yeah. That's okay. where Jet that's where Jet's gonna spend the rest of his career. Is that KTM Cowie or Gas Gas? Okay. Yeah. I was kind of picturing Jet taking uh, Kenny's place because I don't That's, think Kenny's going to be around very much long. I think Kenny and Eli are going to exit about the same time. Uh, yeah. As long as Kenny gets – if he gets his title well, – how many years left does he have on his deal? Do you know, Brandon? Yeah, one or two, I think. One or two. So, yeah, if he gets this title, I think he finishes his contract out and he's done because yeah. he, he'll be in the same shoes as, as – uh, as Tomac, he won't have anything left to prove. There's somebody though that 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 might have something to say about that this year though. I don't think you can count out Webb. I, he's yeah. been lurking back there quietly. Webb's Webb's a lurker. Webb is a gritty individual. Dude, that he's... man just shows up, doesn't care about your feelings, doesn't care <laughs> about much of anything other than getting to the front. He's that man such a bulldog. Just knows how to go. Really... And I mean that's that's that Alden program though. Mm-hmm. You know that. That sheer show up, don't really care about your feelings. Oh, you don't want to go do laps today, bud? I'm sorry. We're going to go do an extra 20 just yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. He's 100% yeah. Kenny's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Last last corner, he's Kenny's worst nightmare. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah. What was it? I think I mean, four for four. He's probably stolen probably half a million dollars from Kenny mm-hmm. in the last 10 <laughs> seconds of a race. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's probably half. It's upwards of more than half a million dollars. Yeah. Webb is just taken out of Kenny's pocket. And that's where that uh, what we talked about earlier. How when we was talking about your mom getting in front of you in the track and working through lappers and this and that. That's where Webb is the the best. That's where he excels. He because I, I don't think like. You know, I don't. I, Webb's not somebody that's going to go out there and set the t- fastest qualifier. He's not somebody no. that's going to go out there. He's a racer. He yes, a, he's a racer. He's a racer. He's a absolutely. Racer. Yes. And I don't think. He, and I think. I think he's just spent so much of his life. You know, like you look at Webb, and he's he's just an angry individual. Yes, he like, is. You look at him, and you're like, <laughs> that man is angry ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's just because like you'll you'll even hear him say it in an interview. You know, he. Uh, he spent a lot of his youth career in AC shadow mm-hmm. and um, you know, like when, when he's had the opportunity to get a jab in there, like at Vegas, one of my favorite web lines is he cracked. I didn't, yeah. you know, like when he, when he throws out at AC, I'm like, respect, yeah. you know, cause like he, he literally, that, that's all he had to say. And I mean, literally to be able to have like that, just pure aggression on the inside, you know? And I think that's just, just what sets web apart is just, just, being that guy that's never going to leave you alone and he's going to be there knocking on the door yeah. every single time you think you've got it. Yeah, he kind of – at first I kind of wasn't a big Webb fan and then as it kind of settles with me, I, like I'm starting to become a Webb fan just because he always had that cocky attitude, mm-hmm. like that, that yeah. attitude that doesn't really appeal to fans sometimes, but – but I think it's what gets him to gets that him. gets him to that intense yeah. level he needs to be at. Just like the like last year, uh, like you mother effers ready to go <laughs> on the line when he was like sitting beside Kenny and, and Eli like that. I mean, you don't hear that from these guys. Yeah. So like, you know that that he likes to play those head games and 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 you know Bravo. That's that's just a part of the game. <laughs> He'll take your girl and everything. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah, that for real. <laughs> that was that was a low blow. <laughs> that was. Oh shoot! If Kenny's listening, no, Kenny's <laughs> yeah, not <yeah>, listening. listening. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if Kenny's listening yet. I no, doubt it. I not doubt yet. It. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hunter, man, we 
like I told you, we'd be on here for like 45 minutes, and we're double that right now. Yeah, sorry so. about that. <laughs> oh, you guys are good. You guys yeah. are good. We just got going. So, uh, uh, do you want to uh, thank any? Like, do you want to thank any of your sponsors on the air, or like, uh, you know, who who you got for this season? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to those guys first and foremost. The good Lord, you know, for uh, basically letting letting me come out here and do this this crazy crazy life that I live. Uh, my mom, my dad, Ithaca Recreation Sports, Max's Tires, Fly Racing, uh, Formula 88, Spider Graphic, Hauser Racing, Quad-Tech Seat Covers, um, Global Racing Oil, Icon Coolers, uh, Aussie Grill of Outback, Hinson Racing, Tire Balls, uh, Action Off-Road, Conover's Collision, uh, Fox Racing Shocks, HMF Exhausts, um, just basically, basically everybody, everybody involved in the program, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's, it's a full-time, full-time gig. And, uh, it's just, just awesome to have all these people, people on board, you know, uh, precision racing stabilizers, wick flow, just, just everybody that's, that's so, so involved in the program. It's, it's just nice, nice to have the support for, uh, 2021. Yeah, man. Like that's, you gotta have a team. You gotta have a team behind you to get to get to this level, and uh, it sounds like you got a good one, buddy. So, uh, we appreciate you coming on. And uh, before you get off here, we have one more question for you. Actually, two. Okay. <laughs> actually, oh, actually, two. I've got I've got three more people I need to thank as okay. well. Uh, All right. Evans Evans Waterless Coolant, uh, IMS Tanks, Pro Designs, and Alaska Motorsports and Sunstar Chain and Sprocket. Nice. All right, there we go. Yeah, it's the whole team. <laughs> the full the list. Team. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so if you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy of any type for the rest of your life, and that's all you could eat, what would it be? Well, I mean, I just told you guys that, that my Outback <laughs> chain is, is a fast food restaurant. You're technically considered, they're under they're under five minutes for a meal. That's fast so we're, food. We're going, we're going with those guys. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going with those guys. And uh, one candy. Yep, one candy. Ooh. Ooh, candy apples count like caramel apples. Or are we going like hard candy? Anything you can buy at a store. <laughs> oh, like like a convenience store. Yeah. Hmm. If you walked in the gas station on the road, you know, like head man, to a I need race, something sweet. Like, what are you what are you, what are you hitting up? <laughs> Snickers, Snickers or Reese's after the race. Okay, okay. all right, there you go. <laughs> or we're or we're getting some popcorn and a Red Bull. Okay, popcorn and yeah. a Red Bull. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> coconut, coconut edition. Coconut edition. Yeah, those are good. Those I've never had those. Yep. You're missing out. You're missing dude. out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Hunter, dude, we appreciate you coming on. Um, appreciate you giving us your time, like for a long time and this podcast uh it was an awesome podcast i'm sure everybody's going to enjoy listening to it and uh i think you beat mcgill yeah yeah <laughs> mcgill was, was, was mcgill was uh we thought mcgill was um the lo- gonna be the longest podcast but uh you you took him out yeah. so you got that bragging right over him so <laughs> old man's going a second again yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right buddy we appreciate you coming on and giving us your time today and uh we'll let you get off here man Awesome. Thank you, guys. Have a nice night. Thank you. All right, right, guys. That was Hunter Hart. Uh, That was an awesome podcast. I learned a ton from him about his career and, you know, uh, his – what I really liked that he touched on a lot was his – that entrepreneur spirit that he has when it comes to his – 
social media and what he does. Um, so uh, we're looking forward to seeing what he can do in the upcoming yeah. GNCC season. Uh, that's going to be coming underway in, le- like he said, less days. than 19 days. 19, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're looking Down forward to start South covering Carolina. that. We're going to be covering – we're going to be giving you guys some um, GNCC preview shows here before long. Yeah. Um, want anything in the t- supercross racing that we didn't touch that you want to touch before we get off here we'll oh, make it short I mean, today since we've already at <laughs> yeah i mean do you want to do picks or what or yeah we can do picks um <clears throat> i tell you what there was a couple of good rods that i want to make mention of um one being um the osborne rod for sure getting yeah. stuck in the gate and, and going from making that literally move yeah <laughs> well rookie move however I think um, um, he can blame AC a little bit on that one. Yeah, said, AC, like AC was the first one to flinch, and which kind of started a chain reaction. And unfortunately, um, um, uh, Osborne got stuck in the gate, and uh, Savachi pulled the whole shot. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say that Savachi was another uh, yeah. big, big, big ride for him. I yep, mean, great he didn't do much him. once he got up there, but he he held his he held his own. And a lot of times, these guys, you know, just getting there and seeing that pace um, is all it takes to get that. That you know that sense of I belong here. So um, like he's he had a good ride, ended up finishing eighth. Uh, Osborne came from dead last to fifth. Those are two great rides. Um, yeah. Even though Jet finished off the podium, he came back and had a fourth place finish. Should have been a second, yeah. or at least a third place finish. Um, but yeah, uh, you got your picks lined up for the uh, uh, two fifty. Two fifty should be pretty pretty easy. Yeah, it's gonna be cold. <laughs> Uh, Colt Nichols up front again. Yep. Uh, Jet Lawrence second, and Michael Moseman third. Ooh, yeah. what happens to Christian Craig? Uh, he's he's folding. He's he, folding under yeah. pressure. He's he's putting too much on. You know, you can <clears throat> tell. Like, just be happy. Like I said last time, just be happy where you're at. Like, mm-hmm. you, it's not a really a long, long season for you, but you're halfway through. You're sitting in a good spot. You're in second in points. Just, just you know, if he'd have held, if he would have held his line and raced his line right. rather than trying to take. Um, Try, trying to take, uh, yeah, he was just uh, trying jet. to put a block on him. Well, I agree. I mean, there's two turns to go. Last, you know, if whether, I was coming up beside you in a race, no, no, no. You yeah, know. I agree. I don't think that he was. But here's the thing: there's a difference between a a, a block and trying to completely stop the other rider. Yeah. Um, I know that he wasn't trying to go clear off and f- full send it off the track, but he was definitely trying to stop Jet. Mm-hmm. Um, if he would have put a block, he had the position to be able to put the block on and take his line away. Which would have been uh, the smarter <laughs> move, um, but like you said, he's probably putting too much pressure on himself. He's a veteran of the sport. He's a veteran of the class, obviously, and he feels like that this is his year. And like you know, we touched on when he won that first race, how the emotions and it's kind of like he reached the pinnacle, but yet it was the beginning of the season. So I'm with you. I think that I don't think he'll finish off the podium. I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to give Jet the nod this week. Um, um, but I think it's going to be a hard-fought b- battle between him and Colt Nichols, and I would say that Craig finishes third, but a distant third, which is soul-crushing for him. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very soul-crushing. Um, another thing that's soul-crushing is uh, Max Volan um, with that dislocated <clears throat> hip. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a rough one man. for him. He was he was doing so good, good. just yeah. learning and 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 being uh, being you know the next guy after the guys. Uh, that he he was putting a lot of good work in. Um, you know. Speedy recovery to him. Hopefully, I've heard that dislocated hips are one of those things that it, it depends on how long it takes for you to uh, get the hip back in. Um, that determines how long that injury lasts. So hopefully, they were able to get back in quickly, and he can make a speedy recovery and uh, go 
have a really good outdoor season this year because I don't know if he'll be making a return to Supercross. Yeah, I guess it all depends how bad and how severity and you yeah, know, who, what's all going on there. But uh, so what's your uh, so you already bid your two fifty picks, right? Yep. Uh, 450. 450, like we said from day one, draw name out of the yeah. hat. Uh, I'm kind of with Hunter, though. If 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 Roxon gets the start, um, I could see him pulling away and, and winning. Um, I really want Osborne to get one. I, I'm an Osborne I'm, fan. So I agree with you, and I think that it's time if Osborne wants to have any say in this championship. He's already 28 points down. He needs to put up or shut up, and I would say that this – race um and next race are going to be very pivotal for him we can't have any more top 10 top five finishes we need to get on the podium and he's definitely got the speed to do that he just needs to get the starts um if i was him and i was doing any type of riding at all all i would be doing is uh dropping the gate and working on starts and uh i'm i I think he's gonna i think he's gonna get a win this weekend i'm gonna go osborne roxon and tomac um I think that you're going to start seeing the veterans of the sport ascending um, and the pecking order kind of start to start establishing themselves, uh, which is why I think that Osborne needs to get a win this weekend. Or not a win, not necessarily a yeah, win, but he has to have he, he has to be on the podium if he wants any shot yeah. at this title. It, he's got so much speed, and you've you seen it. Get stuck in a gate, and he came clear back up to fifth in that, in that 450 class, which... All those people, like all those lap times, are within tenths of a second to yeah. within a second, you know. So, dude's got crazy speed. Um, I'd like to see him on the podium. I'd like to see him win one, but uh, it's all going to come down to starts. Um, who's going to get to start? Um, the way Kenny's been riding and Webb, uh, uh, I think Tomac, I think you're almost going to see a repeat, but maybe shuffled a little bit. Um, I think Webb wins. Uh, I think Cooper Webb wins, and then I think um, gritty, yeah, a gritty, gritty. When do you think he passes Kenny in the last turn? <laughs> you know, it might be. You know, as these three rounds kind of unfold, you know, you kind of see a little bit. You know, we saw three races in Houston. Now we're coming back to three races in Indy, and, and um, the riders that did decent, and you know, the first time in Houston kind of fell back in the pack a little bit. Uh, so, I think I don't think Tomac has a very good ride this weekend. Uh, I think something uh, something goes wrong a little bit. But uh, I think Webb. Uh, I'm going to say Webb, Roxon, and uh, Osborne. That's my that's Webb, Roxon, Osborne. I like that. That's yeah. good. That's good. All right. <clears throat> well, let's cut this baby off. We're at an hour and thirty four minutes. My if you're goodness. still listening, thank you. <laughs> type in code. No, I'm just teasing. There's no prizes. One day there will we'll be, though. Be. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> so, hey, thanks again to Hunter Hart for coming on. We appreciate his time. We appreciate uh, all the uh, info that he gave us. Uh, we're excited for the GNCC season to start. Like Brandon and I said, we're going to be doing a um, preview show for the ATVs, for the uh, bikes, and we're also going to be doing an ATV MX preview yeah. show. We have a special guest coming on the line for that one. Uh, voice of the... Uh, we're getting busy. Yeah, we're getting busy. It's getting. It's about that. It's about that good time, guys. Um, March will be here before you know it. So I was already looking. I'm like uh, trying to look at Colton's schedule, and I'm like, my goodness, like March. There's like three races in March. We got to hit or something like it. It's insane. So yeah. If you're racing this weekend, good luck to you guys. Um, hopefully you guys try not warm. to try not to uh, drown the your, motor out. Yeah. Don't, don't tear it up. Don't tear it up. First <laughs> Long <race>. season. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, with that, we're going to be signing off and we're going to be having a song coming in from Hunter Hart. He just sent us a song request. So, yeah. uh,
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be we're some good ones. We're going to be heading out, guys. Make sure you like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. Uh, you can find our stuff on Spotify. You already know that because you're listening to us on Spotify. But, uh, yeah, hey, live show after Tuesday's race. Yeah, Wednesday. We should, we should be okay with that. Okay. Make sure you guys tune in to Instagram Live. We're going to be going on uh, Instagram Live on Wednesday sometime, I would say. We'll, we'll let you guys know ahead of time, but probably around the noon hour. Um, we'll break down the, the Tuesday race. So, yeah. Yeah, with that being said, split line out. Peace, guys. Blow my mind, blow my mind, blow my mind, blow my... I found a potion for fixing past.